Hey, brother. How are you, man? I'm so, so sorry. Oh, no, my. you're all good, brother. I've, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I have no excuse. There's nothing. Liquid. I love your shirt. Nothing would forgive me for this because it's no. Absolutely- you're all good, man. Thank you for taking the time. We're here. Everyone's waiting, but we're all here. We're ready to go. How, how have you been, man? In COVID, how's things? <sighs> things are all right. There was a bit of a worst emergency today, and and I got stuck, and I rushed. And anyway, uh, I, I very sincerely apologize for this. No worries. We we are live at the moment. Um, I wanted to ask, Ooh. how do you actually um, pronounce your last name? Because I want to get it right. <laughs> Lavish. <laughs> Lavish. So, Constantine Lavish, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Just like the okay. word lavish, except the Y instead of an I. So, so where, are you, where are you originally from? I was born in Belarus, uh, in Minsk. Wow. Um, in this, well, I was born in the Soviet Union days, so, you know. But Minsk, Belarus. And and when did you come over to the States? Oh, uh, about 15 years ago, I think. Wow. To pursue this acting dream, hey? Yeah, yeah. Took me a while. I, I didn't start immediately, you know. I, I started studying first and all that. Um, and then sort of fell in love with it or what? Yeah, I, I was I was a kid actor a little bit. Um, I did a bunch of theater um, as a kid, you know, if you could call it that. And then I was in Minnesota as an exchange student, um, and I went into theater, and I had a leading part, and I got an award and all that. Uh, but then oh, I went wow. home, and it was that time in the 90s when, you know, freshly reestablished independence of the country. So I went into foreign service, Um or Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and I studied to be a diplomat, and I worked uh, in that. And then that wasn't really it, because um, you know James Bond is cool, but that's that's not really what's actually happening. <laughs> you know, a bunch of papers around and all that. So yeah, so I you know I figured you know I'll, I'll I'll try this other thing out, and so there's that. So talk to us about this role of Barkov in Modern Warfare. How did you land the role? What were your thoughts being in the biggest or yeah, one of the biggest gaming franchises in the world, played by millions? I in in all sincerity, you know, I when when I had the audition, I didn't know what it's for. You can only guess sort of yeah. you know, by the by the writing that it's something substantial, but you don't know. There's many games in the in the in the development. So but so when when they booked it, it was just an addition. There was nothing. There was no secret to. to did to they do. did they give you an idea of the character? What the character was, or you get you know within addition you get the sides and you sort of and that's and there's a breakdown description of the character, but you don't know what it's for. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So you know it's a game, and you can sort of guess. I mean, what other game would have major casting office doing this whole thing? So yeah, I had yeah. my you know hopes. You had your suspicions. I didn't even hope yeah. to book the part, you know, because in my uh, sort of once you read this, it's like this imposing, scary, big dude, and I'm not that big, you know. I'm six <laughs> foot one, and and you know I'm athletic, but I'm not like big and scary. And so yeah. I saw the other guys in the audition. I, I figured, you know, that I have no chance, do I? Because some of them were, you know, properly scary, like rugby players and UFC fighters <laughs> and all that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, I, there's no way, you know. But I was just 
happy to be there and I and I gave it my best. And then I had a call back with the director and all. And the writer actually was there too and, and he's amazing. And he's a voice actor himself. So Brian Bloom so we was read it? together and huh? Brian Bloom? Yeah. 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 He's amazing. And, as, as and so both, then you landed the role. Yeah, and so then you know we did we, we did the scene, and that's an interrogation scene, and he played along real well, and it was, you know, very cool. And then as the director, I said, you know, what I, I really why why like what? his <laughs> comment was he said I don't want a big and scary guy, I want a really scary creepy guy, and and you can do that. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thank you. For Take that. it as a compliment, uh, eh? Yeah, I mean, I I did, you know, it's it it, it was, um, and so so that's how I got that, and then, um, yeah, and then the filming commenced, and it took a while, it, over almost a year. Every now and then they'd call me in and I'd come in and would do it. Um, so, and was that motion capture? Point. Yeah, full motion and facial capture. With. Um... With uh, Claudia and all those other guys, like, yeah. who, who did you work with? Everyone or with all of them? Yeah, yeah. So wow. I, I got to meet everyone. We didn't have. I actually did a couple of scenes as as not Barkov because it doesn't matter for some of them. You know, one of the yeah, one of the yeah. Kevlar guys and all that because it's just another. Oh, body. just and filling a body. By, by awesome professional guys who do this for a living. Most of them stunts guys. Because they can move right, you know. It's yeah. not. It's, it's not just that you got to move right. You because you can tell a professional from you know an unprofessional. But you know, I had my training and all that, so I I, I was able to pull it off a couple times with them, which is awesome. Because you know, it's it's just doing this when you got all those little white thingies on you. Yeah. And you're walking around with a stick, and then you look <laughs> in the screen, and it's an, and it's a gun, and it's and there's the magic. That was awesome, and Claudia was amazing. Difficult because it's you know it's very heavy stuff. The the sort of near the the torture of of, of, a, of a girl oh. basically you know it, it so it was really tough to do it because I I just hate violence of this nature um, and you know uh, like rapists should be just chopped into pieces as far as I'm concerned. But so so yeah. being in that position was difficult. And she made it really easy. She's like yeah. No problem, you know. I, I <laughs> yeah, it's all Jeez. good. Do your thing, no problem. So that that was uh, definitely helpful. And all the she's, guys are awesome. She's Australian, like me, so you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, she was going to be a pleasure to work with, hey? Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know it. Her, I think her accent's heavier than mine. Oh, you'd have to tell me though. I don't. I don't know. Well, I couldn't do an Australian accent. Um, you can't. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna try. No, I, don't, I won't embarrass you. I don't want to ruin it, like everything. Um, but I, I love Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> the uh, so. Have you ever been down here before? No, I haven't been down there. Um, oh, you got to come down once, oh, once yeah. things settle. It's hundred um, percent plan, you know. Yeah. So this, I know this wasn't your first game because you've you've worked on a bunch. I think you've done. Is it is it um, Mad Max, Metal Gear Solid? 
Yeah, Metal Gear Solid. I I I, I was uh, invited in as a, a language coordinator, and so I sort of oversaw the translation and the pronunciation by the actors who were cast to do all the Russian-speaking stuff and Russian accents. And then they ah. cast me to do a few parts myself. So that was awesome. Mad Max was the coolest, I think, because the the role is War Crier. And yeah, it's you know the guy that just hangs there and sort of yells at everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and so you know, in the first hour or so of, of recording that, I lost my voice. <laughs> was so gonna, the director was, was gonna like, say. "So, so, Constantine, you know, why don't we do this and that?" And I'd be like, "He's like, what? <laughs> okay." And then I could cry, yell, you know, but I couldn't just speak because that part of the register was just gone, wiped off. So then I had some tea and honey and everything, and we did it. But it's there's it a lot of crying. <laughs> but how do, how do you get that role specifically? Because that's a really random role. I you know what I mean. Same thing. I auditioned for because they auditioned for a bunch of parts, and then um, Chris Zimmerman Salter was the same cast director and director as for Metal Gear Solid, and I taped, and you know got it. And now I did. I also did uh, in Cold War. I do the announcer. You do the announcer, yeah. Yeah, KGB announcer. Can you so. give us some of that so I can so I know which one you are? I'm trying to remember. Oh, the KGB one. The if you play KGB, for the Russians. Uh, yeah. the multiplayer. Yeah. So ah, okay. So how how much was that? How much work was that involved for that? Oh, luckily, a lot of days. <laughs> it's fun, <laughs> you know. Say. It's fun to yeah. do. I mean, you get paid. Um, so of course, I it's hope okay. so, <laughs> right? But um, but it's fun to do this sort of thing because you know, in a very different way. Because Barkov was an actual acting boy. You know, you do everything and, and yeah, all yeah. The mimics and everything. whereas here it's just the voice, but it works for you know, it goes through through the whole game. So it's it's fun. You know, it's 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 very fun. And you did COD Mobile as well. Yeah, yeah. And who were you? Were you who were you in that? Um, a, there were a couple random, couple characters. of lines. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of them has two machine guns and is Ukrainian sort of a machine gun, one machine. Gun. So oh, yeah. there were a couple characters, but there you don't do lip sync or anything. You just do the voice, and then you know they they put it over stuff. So it sounds like Activision uh, really like you, man. So I think are you. Hoping to be in a few more Call of Duties after I mean, this. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Yeah, I know because they they're every year. It's consistent work. You know? It's it's I obviously love the company for what they do and and you know being a part of any of those enormous projects is is just amazing. So, and I got a few. So, <laughs> Dylan says uh, Dylan says you have a very cool voice. Oh, thank you. Um. You Can much. you ask him, does he have a Russian or Slavic ancestry? Yes. Yes, I did. I, well, born in Belarus, you know, my, my mom's um, side of the family is all very, sort of very, very old, yeah. rooted in Belarus. And Belarus is funny because it's, it's called Belarus now, and but it was a lot bigger before. Yeah. Places like Vilnius, which is now capital of Lithuania, was part of you know my country mm. and then uh, for a few hundred years poland and belarus were one country etc you know yep. so look very rich history there 
Um, I have to ask you, I also saw on your uh, IMDb that you'd done some, I think it was ADR for Fast and the Furious and yeah. the Mad Max movie. Talk to me about that. Like, what? How does that work? I'd love to know the details. So for, for some of those, um, there are loop groups, right? So let's say um, you and I are talking and we're main characters of the film or TV show, whatever. Yep. And then in the background, there's a bunch of um, background talent or known as extras also. And they're pretending to talk, right? Because for the sound for sound ah, purposes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you need complete silence on set. So only you and I, the actors, the main the actors who are being filmed will actually have a dialogue. But everything else, you need to fill in. So how would you yeah. do that? And then every now and then they'll have characters who are sort of cast i don't want to say miscast but they cast correctly but say it's filmed in czech republic or something and so they got a couple czech guys speaking czech but they're supposed to speak russian because they're russian terrorists or russian bad guys or whatever so you got to revoice them so then right so does that mean you have to lip sync at all or is it more oh oh, you do Often you do. Sometimes you don't. You know, it depends. If it's if it's just a guy in a, in a full helmet, you know, going, I don't know. On my six, on my six, go, go, go. But he's wearing a helmet. So you don't, you can do whatever you want. You can change his line completely if you have to. And be like, yeah. hey, guys, I got beer. Let's go. Let's go drink. <laughs> you, know, you do whatever. But, um, and yeah. then for, for, other stuff and Mad Max was awesome because the director actually talked to the loop group and and with all the voice and I did a couple guys there's a chase sequence on the crazy vehicles and they're yelling yeah figured, let's make them with a Russian accent or some accent and I was like I'll, so I did a couple different accents and it went in there so I voiced now I gotta watch it again to hear I love so that movie man that's such yeah. a good movie oh yeah absolutely. But uh, the attention to detail, you know, is, is everything. And, and that director, man, he, he instructed all the loop group uh, people, uh, us, essentially, because I was, I was in that loop group too. George uh, Miller? Yeah. He, he instructed everyone, you know, how to be, he's like, don't be zombie, don't do this. Don't, the, uh, but how do you do the, you know, when all the people are waiting for the water and they're standing there and they're, and they're basically zombies, you know. The, uh, but he's like, don't just... Don't don't be zombies. It's important. Yeah. So he basically tuned and wow. directed every little detail of the whole thing, everything. And I I respect that so sincerely, you know, because sometimes you'd work, especially in TV, with a director who's like, who cares about the camera work? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you act as you do, you do your thing. I don't care, whatever, as long as it looks good. But you know, and then you I prefer to- I prefer George's way. Getting the authentic performance over the camera. Yeah, no, 100%. It's the way to go, isn't it? I think um, so. And you also worked on Tenet. That's like my favorite movie of last year, man. Yeah. Chris Nolan, man. That is yeah. – I know you probably didn't meet him, but what, what no. were you – What do you know what you were a part of for that? Like what scene in particular? No, there's, there's a bunch of – again, because there's all the different accents and all the different soldiers, there's you – know, There's a lot of Russian and, and there's the yeah. soldiers and then there's the huge back and forth storming of the – you know. So there's could a be lot. anyone. <laughs> there's a lot of that. Um, yeah. And recording that was really fun because most of it is in the studio, but then for some of them, for the scenes that are in the open that have you come out and you're on the lot, 
in the studio lot, you know, and yeah. So there's 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 echo of you know back and forth from the buildings, and they record that. I mean, so again, very yeah, yeah. very very precise. Um, and then, yeah, I was wondering, is it is that was that a different experience from your other films, just Tenet, or was it similar? Well, first, you know, it wasn't like you could talk about it or know what it is. But I mean, of course, yeah. you know what it is because once you see it, you're like, wait a minute, this I know what this is. I know exactly what this is. And then, and then you shut up about it because until the film comes out, yeah. no one should know anything. So, um, But they just being a part of that world in any capacity was just so oh, yeah. freaking awesome. And, and seeing, oh. you know, because when you voice the scene, you see the scene. So we just kept... Oh, getting, yeah. <laughs> What's happening? What, what's going on? Like it does, it doesn't make any sense. What's happening? Oh man! And we're sitting there trying to, you know, for as many months as it took for it to come out. Like what, what does actually happen? You know, you, you can't, you can't understand the story. Even when some, some of the people saw the story and they're like, "What's going on again?" Although, so when did you do that? Was that last year or 2019? <laughs> I think um, 19, end of 19. So was the was the movie already cut at that point, or is it in the process of being in the process? Edited? Yeah, as, okay. as far as we know, you know, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there, there's a volume of work that you do, and they were ready to do that. Um, yeah, I imagine yeah. it, was, but you know, but then I, I guess they delayed the the premiere of the film because of COVID, because they really wanted to do it in the theaters, and you can't really do it in the theaters if they're closed. So it could have come out earlier yeah um, i think you're right actually yeah um switching back to to modern warfare i wanted to know did you have you ever played the game have you ever seen yourself in action <laughs> i did yeah you we did? did we did a funny thing a good friend of mine ray gallegos he did a villain in um, in call of duty a couple of games back diaz if you remember. oh nice yeah and he was like all my friends are trying to kill me, and you couldn't kill his character because he was all computerized. Yeah, but he did mocap and everything. So we tried it. We sat down in his place, and and he killed. He was trying to kill my character in the in the helicopter. In the heli, in the end. So I was like, yeah, you can't kill me. <laughs> and then I tried to kill his character, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> But of course, Barkov, you you get to kill, and that's a good thing. It's a good thing, but it's not a good thing as well because now you can't be back. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping, I was like, not really hoping, but you know, because it's maybe too far fetched. But I was like, well, there's the zombie add on. Why well, doesn't work off <laughs> come back with a bunch of zombies and lead them to, you know, free Urzikstan? Like, you know, hey, you never know. You never know. Yeah, so- Luta, Barkov, <laughs> you know, and, and do all this fun stuff. And like the so, jaw falls off, and he's like, "I left." <laughs> I mean, that's a de- that's definitely a spin-off game. It would be that fun. should happen, eh? I wish they did it. Yeah. What um, so doing some of those really intense scenes. What was that like? Because you said Claudia was was a blast and and helpful, but like some of those scenes, man, you're a real villain in this one. You're a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but for the good cause. Yes, it is to protect the people over the extent. Um, 
Yeah, it's you know, it's it's funny um, in general with with actors. I think uh, how we're masochistic and and weird like that because you know any actor ask most I guess actors at least that I know would always say you know I want to play a part where I'm being tortured or or there's tremendous pain or whatever because um, it takes you on a journey that's away from your reality, of course. In this case, it was being very sadistic, and and it's not very enjoyable to go there uh, in that darkness. But there's something cool about it because you understand that this is not real, and then yeah. this guy will get it, you know, you, you know. <laughs> and so it adds to this. And then there's real people who are like that who do this sort of thing. And so mm. to create a good or to help create a, a great villain is awesome because then symbolically you know you, you you the player gets to be like to have the satisfaction of just obliterating this you know yeah like we just we just played the uh the scene earlier of um the the interrogation scene with the water and all that how do you shoot something like that because you're actually looking at the player straight on so are you just looking directly at the camera or how does that play is that a mocap one it's it's mocap yeah you got the the, the whole setup with all the cameras um yeah so it's like a headset with with cameras and and flashlights directed your face you have all the i don't remember 80 or 90 dots on your face yeah so everything i would do is captured you know yeah and then the player is there and you do all the different options because the funny thing was to do of course yeah prisons, right so depending on your actions as a player my response would be different so you'd film one and then you film the other and then you film the other and then you film the other and it's still the same segment of the scene or like killing Clara's uh, friend or not shooting her it depends on the player yeah you decide as a player if this girl dies or not and she dies or she doesn't um so we get to film all of that and then yeah wow we'll insert it in the game and then depending on your act or spitting you know um in barkov's face it's everybody's favorite um <laughs> and you get a, you get a little reward for that you know a little yeah you get a trophy or something yeah a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, How funny! Well, my friends were like, they, they, once they they got to, they sent me the text like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> got you. Right. How funny! Yeah, that you know that that's classic. So, I actually I saw on your Instagram that you uh, you had a rattlesnake. You were holding a rattlesnake. What's going on there? Yeah, so that's that's a project in the making, and there's. Um, Tomorrow, Ooh. actually, we're filming a little more. Um, Movie? Sort of. It's a pilot. Um, okay. Not exactly. But, uh, but uh, yeah, the the they had a guy who is um, an utmost professional at, at this. And yeah. His thing is, like, well, are you afraid of snakes? Well, I, I mean, define afraid, you know, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like snakes in general, but you know, not necessarily. Yeah, not a huge fan. Hands like that, I don't necessarily like uh, at all. Yeah. So then, you know, and they they trained me, sort of showed me how to do it, and then of course you don't see that in the picture, but 
the thing falls out of the thong and starts sort of floating around in the air and I'm holding it by the back of its tail and the tail is rattling and it's trying it's doing the thing. Oh goodness me. It was fun. It was great. Um Maybe maybe you would like Australia then. There's plenty of snakes down here and spiders. Yeah, it's very poisonous ones too. Um just walk across the street and you'll find a couple. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter where you are. Oh, far out. So do you play many games yourself or you're not really a gamer? Yeah, I was always a gamer. I You are, yeah. Less now, you know, I have a family now and all that. But so now yeah. more mobile games like whatever, Clash of Clans and uh Oh, you're on Clash of Clans, are you? I'm yeah, I still have an account. <laughs> I tell you, I had to give it up because it's- um I spent a little bit too much. On my yeah, base. It's, it's, you got to train yourself to only spend X amount of, well, let's be honest, hours. Um, <laughs> but, you, you know, you trim it down to eventually just minutes. Like you do a couple attacks and then that's it. Uh, yeah. There's another one called Raid Shadow Legends, which I got into. And it's, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. It's too grand. Like you, you have to spend a bunch of hours in it. Yeah. Um, it just, it's beautiful. But it's also just so time-consuming. Uh, but before, I used to play, well, Doom um, initially, and Duke Nukem, nice. remember that thing? Yeah, yeah. And then Unreal Tournament was the favorite for multiplayer, and then Half-Life. Half-Life is the game, I think. Oh, wow. I, I love that thing so much. And Counter-Strike. I was on a team, actually, in Minsk. We had a team, uh, and we won a couple of tournaments and everything for Counter-Strike. Okay, um, you're actually a legit gamer. You're not well, phoning it in. You are a gamer. Nice. Uh, and then Warcraft. Not the world of Warcraft, but Warcraft. But, you know, the campaign. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two and three and whatever. So that was... Um, that so was- you, is there any games that you're looking forward to? Have you, have you got yourself a PS5 or an Xbox Series X or anything? Or what? I'll tell or- you. I, I, because I haven't played in a while, I, yeah. I'm not sure I have the time to really... Yeah, Sit down and sort of. It's you're past your prime now. Get into gaming I, prime. Well, well, I'm. I mean, I mean, yes, but also, yeah, like, I'll play eventually. But you know, I got tiny yeah. kids at home and so toddlers, and so it's just there's no. All you want to do is crack a beer open and, and sit there for a minute and just <laughs> and not, just relax, not run around and stress over frags and whatever. How old? How old are your kids? Two and four. Oh, nice. So they'll hey, give them a couple of years, and they might. Yeah, they might no, be well, onto it. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not done with this. It's just no. Yeah. You'll be back. Well, no, <laughs> I'll be back <laughs> with my jobber. I feel like you've got a lot of voice impressions in you, <laughs> like that we wouldn't that we wouldn't know of. Maybe not Arnie, but some ones that you could throw out at a party. I don't know. Am I wrong? Yeah, a little bit, maybe. Now I have to think of it. You know, <laughs> you have a couple of drinks and they just pour out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have any drinks um, today. What um, do you, are you? Is it something you want to keep doing? Voice acting for games or motion capture? Is that? Oh yeah, motion or- capture. I'm, I'm hoping I'll, I'll get to do it again because it's just so much fun. Yeah, um, it's just so much fun. Um. Uh- yeah, but you know, it depends on. I guess it all depends on really luck to get the opportunity to audition and then get the part and then that. 
because um, yeah. But I mean, it must help Call of Duty main villain, you know, up there with the likes of. Yeah, you know, I actually think your performance was better than Kevin Spacey and uh, um, Kid Harrington. Uh, Serious? I, 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 I've got you up there in the top, at least the top three, top five well, for man. villains ever. You were menacing, man. <laughs> Surely that's got to help the resume. You made my day just now, so thank you. <laughs> well, it, it's surely that, like, surely that would help you get more projects within the gaming sphere, or is hope, it not like that? I hope so. I mean, you know, I, I guess it is. <laughs> it's, it's because I'm I'm not on the producer end, I'm on the actor end, you know. Mm. It's... I. I don't know how they make their decisions. It should help. I mean, it's, you know, I'm not a beginner at the very least. No, you're not a beginner. Could, that's for sure. <laughs> you, could, you could justifiably argue that, you know, I'm useful for certain things. And you've even done, I think I saw you doing a bit of comedy as well. Like, oh, yeah. you're pretty div- like diverse in range. Comedy is fun. It's, well, I mean, duh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, comedy, it's extra fun, isn't it? Because you just fun. get to goof around. It's much harder. Um, really? Because uh, in comedy, you don't have any room for error, and you can't miss the pacing. You you have to be on your toes a lot more. Whereas in the darker stuff, you know, you can just sort of drift away and and do your thing, and any pause you take would be more would add more of something dramatic and interesting. It's a lot about timing, isn't so, it? So, yeah. Com- I mean, it's, yeah. Um, the biggest in comedy that I've done was uh, Mum, which is with Anna Ferris and... Um, wow. And what was that like? It was filmed in front of live audience. So, you know, that was... Adds a bit of that... Pressure? I wouldn't call it stress or pressure even. More rush. You know, you get this. Yeah, yeah, Because... Yeah. There's an instant gratification for it. And, you know, you do some funny, you say some funny, and, and there's a crowd laughing, and it's, and it's awesome. You're like, yeah, yeah. it's working. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to any, – any guys in the chat, feel free to send some questions, and I'll take them. Um, Milda says, you were the only COD villain that actually scared him. Ooh. How's that for a compliment? That's that's very cool. <laughs> uh, I, I tell you, I might agree with him because the other ones are a bit more over the top, like Hollywood style. You know what I mean? Like yeah. villains? Yeah. I, I don't know. You felt more a little bit more grounded, although you are still over the top a little bit. But I don't know. Um, yeah, guys, send in any questions. I also know that you're a uh, a big Metallica fan. Like me, yes. Have you ever seen him live? I yes, I yes, I have. Ah, oh, you lucky bastard! My favorite shirt for Metallica states "Birth School Metallica Death." <laughs> and then, and it's the four of them with the cross hands. Yeah, that's my favorite shirt. Um, I gotta see yeah, him live. It was my first and only mosh pit experience on uh, metal. Oh, oh you in the mosh? I was in a mosh pit, and at the end, I, stor- I sort of, I pushed my way through to right as close as you can get to the stage, and um, James and Lars were 
doing the bows and I just kept yelling with whatever was left of my of my uh, throat Moscow Moscow Tushino because you know one of the biggest shows in the world ever was in Moscow in Tushino in uh, airfield uh, 1997 or 87 yeah. or whatever a while ago my and there were all the there was 750,000 people or something like that. Yeah. So it's yeah. not the biggest Crazy. show ever. But yeah. I mean, seriously. And and Maiden oh, yeah. was there and ACDC, like everybody. And and I guess one of them heard me and they threw me a pick and a drumstick. And then... Oh, no way. It was, it was just the best. And then, of course, we got drunk and I lost it um, that very night. <laughs> but, you know. The bruising eventually subsided from the mosh pit. And I figured, you know, mosh <laughs> Yeah, it gets rough in there, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. people are throwing fists. They go crazy. Everything. Elbows, everything. Pushing each other, <laughs> jumping. But yeah, I've my first live band of, you know, large sort of awesomeness. Yeah. was easy. Akadaka. Oh, that was so good. It's it's just you just feel electrified. Like I don't know, electrocuted. <laughs> it's just every cell of your body just starts jumping. I mean, oh, so good. But Are they yeah, your two favorites? Yeah. Well, Metallica is definitely more favorite. And, Any and others up Iron there? Maiden. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yeah. I love them just about as much. And then you know the Doors and Pink Floyd and Queen. There's okay, yeah. So we've got the same. We've got the same taste. That's good to hear. Okay. Uh, what have we got here? Lewis says, "How tall are you?" It's an interesting uh, question. One hundred and eighty-four centimeters. <laughs> what? What does that equal? Six foot. Six foot. Yeah, just over yeah, six, six foot. foot. Uh, you were the Spetsnaz announcer in Cold War. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he has a very cool voice. You are the most realistic cold villain for me, says Tank. Uh, it's not bad. Thank you. Does he like the band Panic at the Disco? I am not aware of this band. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ellis yeah, and James. <laughs> Real jam. No. Have you played any other Call of Duties before? I played a little bit of the first and the original, and then the Black Ops when it came out, the first one. Yeah. Um, I wasn't really good, to be <laughs> honest. But, you know, I enjoyed it. But because I was so used to playing on PC with a mouse and keyboard, yeah. That, that's kind of so the whole, like, it's just so difficult to switch. If you spend enough years, you know, competing in Counter Strike on a PC, and then you have to switch to this weird joysticky thing, it's so you know. were actually competing in Counter. You were good, like you were pretty good. I think pretty good. Yeah. I was. I, I did my share of um, headshots from a jump and through. How, how long ago was this? Ah, that was. I think we ended, or I ended, um, in two thousand and two. 2002, okay. That's a while ago, yeah. Wow. What about the band Rainbow? Rainbow, have you heard of them? Rainbow, yeah. Yeah? Sure. Uh, Ethan says, what other games does he play? Well, we mentioned that before. Clash of Clans, Raid, um, anything on mobile, yeah? 
these well, days. Yeah, there was also War Dragons. Uh, I mean, I played. Oh, that yeah. Too. Uh, I wanted to ask you as well about um, about working from home. Have you done much voice acting from home, or had to do like self tapes and all that sort of stuff because of COVID? Yeah, it's 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 basically the casting world switched to almost exclusively um, self tapes, um, and they were used a lot before COVID, but now it's the only way to do it. I've also, I have some equipment that I bought, um, you know, for voice uh, right before COVID. And so when it happened, the main question for any voiceover edition would be, do you have a home studio? And luckily I did. So I, I did a bunch of work from, from my closet. Um, and yeah. In your closet, there in a little booth. Yeah. Just sort of, I didn't have a booth. I still don't have a booth, frankly. I just sort of, I use the closet with, a, and I just hang stuff all around it and all that. But it gets pretty hot, so the first first time I didn't think of the air issue, so I just stood there and, and you know for four hours um, drenched in sweat, my, my underwear just sort of <laughs> gasping for air, <laughs> and then you know like I'll mute the mic and just be. <sighs> <laughs> Unmute the mic. Hey guys, what's next? <laughs> you know? tell them. Oh, that's hilarious! That's so funny. Yeah, and then for some um, projects, like for for Call of Duty, they 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 have a camera on, so you know you can see each other with the director, with everybody. So so you can't then, wear your undies. I had a little AC unit in there and everything. I like I'm all good. I I have a shirt on. You know, I don't take it <laughs> off. You know, the whole thing. <laughs> I'm sure they wouldn't mind. Uh, so do you think the self-tape stuff, is that going to continue on after COVID or will it go back to normal? I'm pretty sure that it will. I mean, really, there's everyone's used to this too now. I There's a, an acting class that I do. It's sort of like a, for workout. And I write scenes for it sometimes too, which is I, li- I, I like to write um, nice. a lot. So. But it's, you know, and we've been talking about this and it's, it's led by a casting director too, who is, you know, has been there forever. She casts uh, natural born killers and the doors and, you know, crazy movies like this. True Romance, which is, of course, wow. one of the best movies ever. Yeah. So, awesome movie. but so, you know, and we've been talking about how it doesn't make sense to go back to normal in many regards because we're so used to this now and it works. And, you know, I prefer in-person edition because you get the vibe of the room. You know, you get redirection. Uh, sometimes you, you go in a very different, you know, sort of place. And then it's as easy as, hey, why don't you dot, dot, dot. And you switch and you do something else and you get the part. But a lot of actors I know prefer self-tape because, you, you know, you have full control over what you spend. So you can, mm. you know, you can take, you can, you take, can do as many takes as you want. Can't you? Takes and you can, you know, you can do whatever you want for that and, you know, be happy with your tape. Whereas in the audition room, a lot of people get stressed and nervous and then they can't, you know, they can't do it. Um, so you actually prefer in, you prefer going in. Yeah. I, I like, I like going in. It's like, it, it's, it becomes a thing of its own. It becomes a sort of an experience of its own. And, a really wise thing 
there's this um, cast director called uh, Nancy Bishop, and she does she's done like Triple X and all those movies filmed in Europe, American. But she lives in Prague, and she cast all those films that were filmed there. Because for a while, everyone went uh, to Czech Republic to film and Bulgaria and all that. And she's the main person there. So she was saying how a little girl, she was looking for a little girl to cast for, for some movie. And the, they had to see her three times before she got the part. So, oh, she didn't get she didn't get the part. But she called the parents, and she was like, sorry, you know, she didn't get the part. Parents said, well, the girl was certain she did the part already because she came out, she prepared, and she performed in front of the camera three times. So she mm-hmm. was already happy because she already did it. And that's kind of the approach I tried to have with, with all of this. If you get the sort of you're blessed with an opportunity to record for something or, or tape, self-tape, whatever, for something, you get to do this character. You know, you don't get paid for it, but you get to do it. And with that mentality, it becomes, you know, a celebration of sorts. Like I'm going to the set. The set is casting director's office, but nonetheless. And you do this. And yeah, I like that home. approach. Yeah. And just whatever. Whatever happens next. If you get paid for it and, and get to do it again, freaking great, you know. But if you don't, oh, well. So. Yeah. But then you get cool stuff sometimes, you know, like you travel to Vancouver or, or Cape Town or somewhere. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's what it's all about. <laughs> um, Nom says, would love to see him take on more roles in Call of Duty, whether it's a main character or villain. I mean, uh, people yeah. loved you, man. I tell you what. If What role have you enjoyed playing the most in your career? Oof, um, it's tough because, you know, as you get older, you, you change, um, your certain things like Metallica doesn't change, right? You still love Metallica, but, but other things change, you know, things you like to eat or drink or read. Um, so at different stages of my life, I think I would answer differently. Um, yeah. Room 104 was an HBO show. I think that was still my, it's, it would still be my overall favorite to have done. Um, and it's a, it's a Croatian tennis player who is just, just done, broken and all that. And, um, and the show is Room 104, which is a great show overall, but it's an anthology. So like I had my own episode basically to tell my own story. And then in a different episode, someone else is telling a story. Um, yeah, right. It was really. HBO man, they're the best at shows. I have I haven't seen that one. I've actually got to check it out now. That I know you're in it. Room one oh four. Room one oh four, yeah. How many episodes were there? They have four seasons. I was in just an episode in the first season I was uh, I was uh, And they're all just one off episodes. Yeah. 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 Which is great because you know, you, you have the time to watch one, you watch one and then you're not you're not, yeah, you're not you by debt. You not remember yeah. what happened, whatever, whenever you know you saw it last. So, wouldn't you love to get more HBO work? Hey, eh? I would. <laughs> just, <laughs> they just aren't they good? The dream, the dream oh, part would be a, a villainous, of course, but character in something fantasy related. So, I'm okay. not going to say Game of Thrones. Oh, I just said Game of Thrones. Um, but, something like know, that. Yeah, yeah. Something like. 
something like that, or um, or um, uh, what do you call it, Lord of the Rings, or that sort of thing. You know, sort of. That would be uh, a dream role, you reckon? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or play like someone like Dark and Rawl from, uh, you know. Well, they, they actually had a TV show about that, huh? It's uh, the book, uh, Terry Goodkind. It's uh, the Wizard's Rule uh, and the Sword of Truth and all that. Oh, I love that book. All 15 ah. of them. Anyway, much, are you much of a reader? No, magic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you magic a book and swords and all. Sorry? Book a, a book a week sort of guy. Uh, how many will you get through in a year, typically? Books? Yeah. Uh, less now. I used to read so much more. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, 20, 30. Oh, that's pretty good. I think I've read one in 10 years. It's not good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's a uh, good amount. Is it? <laughs> Well, if you're a busy plant, you don't have the time. Yeah, I know. I, I, it is. It's tough to find I, the time. Yeah. Uh, we've got one here. Did you really hate the Kareem family in the game? <laughs> well, in the game, uh, General Barkov, yes. <laughs> <laughs> not, not me, person. Uh, not Constantine, no. Do you prefer hero or villain roles? Planet Mofo asks. I would. I mean, I would probably go villain. Um, cause yeah. With the hero, like, <coughs> I think my favorite approach to this sort of um, the the archetypes of hero or villain is the TV show called The Wire, where the whole point was in a way that no one's pure evil or good everyone's shade of gray essentially we all have good intentions we all well most of us love our whatever parents family we all want to live a good life but then circumstances change and you make decisions that seemingly lead you where you want to go which is good but then you make those mistakes and and you go a little too far Mm. so that's interesting and of course um if it's pure hero or villain, then villain, yes. Yeah, let's be honest. It's more fun. It's more fun, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Best best line from Barkov, your favorite line? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard oh, to remember, good, isn't it? It's a good question, though. A uh, very good question. I don't know. What's your favorite line from Markov? Oh, I don't know, actually, either. Because yeah, it's 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 not a line. It's more like it's more the scene how it all plays out, isn't it? It's not really a line. Um, yeah. I don't know. Give us. I will protect Russia. Was that a line? It's it's a line. Yeah, it's a line. Um, I've seen brought up. Um. I don't know if it's my favorite line. Nah, that's not my favorite. Christo- Christopher's just said that here. Uh, Blue Tiger, uh, have you taken any? Did you take any inspiration from another character into Barkov? Um, a collective inspiration of an of a leader, I think, and just sort of 
from all the you know all the movies I've seen ever of of wartime hero sort of mm. you know being a wartime hero. Yeah. So I took that as a base, and then on that base added the your the villainous side of it because really the on paper what Barkov is saying sounds great. You know, let's let's save these people, let's protect these people, let's do all those good things. Except. Hold on, you're hanging them by the hundred. How is it protecting them? Well, you know, it's it's just a necessary evil to achieve the greater good. Kind of like, you know, Lenin or someone who is an idealist and says, you know, everyone will live happily, but first we have to do red terror and kill a couple million people. Right, so, see, that's not good. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> probably shouldn't do that. Um, I wanted to ask you as well about Republic, because was that your first video game that you ever did? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. That was a great yeah. little game. I don't know if many people here would have played it, but I wanted to ask you about that, how you, how you got into that game. <clears throat> that was, it just happened by chance. There was an addition. Um, I only had a commercial agent back then, I think. I didn't have a voice agent. Um, didn't need one. Didn't know <laughs> what to do with a voice agent uh, back then. But there was, uh, there was a casting, and back then in person, you know, you'd go into a studio and get in the booth and, and, and do stuff. Yeah. And I got, I, I got a part, you know. And after that, I was like, okay, great. You know, I'm, a, I'm now a big voice guy. I'm going to do stuff <laughs> with voice. I'm going to do, I'm going to do everything. I'm, I'll do cartoons. I'll do maybe The Simpsons or something. <laughs> and then I had like no auditions for another year. <laughs> no. That was, then, uh, yeah, keep going. Sorry to cut you off. There was, there was also for one of the Call of Duty um, trailers, <laughs> I auditioned and I got the trailer and I did the trailer. But that's, you know, you don't even get credit for it because it's just a trailer. It's not the game itself. Uh, but I was so excited. It was, at the, was the end farm is a studio. And I was there, you know, and I did it, did all different options. And they, they brought me back and they're like, do it again, do it again, but do this, do this. We did all that. And, you know, I thought it's the game. And then... Uh, oh. You thought it was in-game, did you? Not the yeah, trailer? Yeah, I'm sure it's, it wasn't, you know, in the game. But Oh, okay. But you don't get credited? No, you don't get credit for it because you're not in the game, so... Right. That's yeah. interesting. Um, there's a line here that someone's reminded me of. So you're the little devils who make all the trouble here. Do you remember that line or something yeah. like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, That's it's, pretty it's, good. Uh, the first, I think it's an introduction to Barkov. Well, not when, when you first see him in a game where it's when I catch or well, Barkov catches Farah and the kid and it ends with uh like I cover the yeah. camera with blanket, which is you know POV. Uh, yeah. Players POV. Creepy. <laughs> Never underestimate the power of the dark side. <laughs> There's one. Uh, do you play? Oh, Modern Warfare or Cold War? Which one would you prefer, from Vincent? Oh yeah, yeah. I it's got to be modern warfare, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I was, I was trying to be objective, and it's still nah. the same answer. 
Stuff that. Multiple for uh Dylan, do you play any musical instruments? Uh human nerves? Is that an instrument? <laughs> it should be an instrument. I played drums very poorly um back in the day, and that's it. Yeah, nothing else. Where did the personality of Barkov come from? Giovanni asks. Ciao Giovanni. Um I don't know. Um, sort of, it's again, it's a, the inspiration was as f- funny as it is, uh, heroic sort of generals and, and commanders. But yeah. then once you start adding layers of, of the evilness and trying to explain them to yourself and to really sort of be okay with all this, it becomes a thing of its own. So there was no... It, particular villain that I was trying to um, get inspired by. No. It just sort of, that was the interpretation. Yeah. Did you, so you said earlier you had some training? Like, oh, yeah, nice. What's that? That's just a little. My friend Nikita uh, has a 3D printer and he he just made me a couple of these. He's like, you want them. So I have them around the house just sort of sitting around. Uh, that's cool. Did you get anything else from the set, or is that the only thing? Do they well, give you anything? Like, do they? No, I know, but do they give you any like shirts or anything? Or no, unfortunately, I was like, no. I was, I was hoping for some shirts or hat or something. But no. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I've got a couple more before I let you go, mate. Thanks for your time. Uh, My pleasure. Yeah. Sorry no worries. Um. So- any any upcoming projects that you can talk about? Video game, TV, movie? Um, no. I, I am doing two things. One very small presence, one a little larger, but super NDA, um, non-disclosures sort of thing. Yeah. So, That's the thing. There's so many... Say that again. Oh. One is a cartoon and one is a game. Have you done much cartoon work? No. Yeah, that's no. cool. Wouldn't that's be interesting. Cool. Cartoony voices are more cartoony, so you know, and I, I'm nowhere near all those, you know, crazy, super mega talented people who can do 75 different voices and and be great. Um, yeah. So I, I I don't know if I'll get to, <laughs> but I'm hoping. Thank you, Thomas, for for becoming a member. Um, appreciate that, man. Where, was there a point on set where you went off script and emotion took over? For the game, or overall? for the game, yeah, or even any any time as well. For overall, yes, um, a few times, but for in the in game, I think. Not really. Uh, it was pretty controlled. Um, yep. Uh, sort of emotion took over, yeah, but never less controlled, though. Do you yep. know what I mean? It was yeah, never, yeah. never went chaotic. You never wanted to actually kill Claudia. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, what about... <laughs> what, what about... Um, what about outside the game? You said yes. There has been a few times. Yeah, outside the game, yes. In, in really, in theater, a 
more than once and you know or in a class with theater also um but where you know rehearsals in rehearsals yes <laughs> but on on actual set it's happened a few times um usually in a, in a good way um when i was just starting out it was more because i felt like you know i i have to create this truth and so whatever happens happens which is of course terrible approach because if it happens that your character hates the other character and you know throws an object at them then maybe it's not such a great idea because you will actually hurt them and so yeah but for for just sort of emotion taking over in room 104 definitely you let it take over you know that's that's where the juice is and with villainous characters too there was a show called ice um that's cape town and mm. you know sort of villain bad guy gangster and all that but if you let things happen then things happen and but that the explosive emotion is what you're really after sometimes for depends on the scene yeah it r- works really well sometimes it makes the scene just that much better and that much more realistic yeah. doesn't it all right, mate. Before I let you go, can I? Uh, can we? Can we get Barkov to give us that line? So you're the little devils who have been killing my soldiers. Can we get him to come alive or what? <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna. If we, um, come on, you got to give us something. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, to remember what it was like to be Barkov. <laughs> Eight people, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> the world of Russia for some reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> how, how was it? I don't remember. So you're the little kids who are causing all the trouble. Hmm. Something like that, maybe? <laughs> I don't remember. I remember the uh, scene. People are people are loving it. Thank you, man. I appreciate your time. Where can um where can people find you? Instagram, Twitter. Sure. Yeah, Instagram is um, there. I, I am technically on Twitter, but I don't do anything there. So just Instagram's the main one to find you. Yeah, if they want to follow yeah. you. Cool. And that's just oh. your name. Yeah, just my beautiful. Name. All right, I'll Facebook leave a too. I'll leave a link in the um in the description of the video if Thanks I haven't so. already. Uh, make thank sure you guys. Really no, thank you so much, man. It's it's been a pleasure, and uh, hopefully we see you in more games and shows and movies in the next few years. All right, I'll hope so. All right, take yeah. take care, mate. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. We'll see you in Australia once the borders open. Uh, we'll t- we'll have a beer. All right, uh, Foster's. <laughs> <laughs>